Jose Galison, you're watching No Way Jose. We got another four pony boys today. We have a four pony or four, a fifth pony girl, I guess. I don't know how the fuck that works out, but we have a chick joining us as well. Basically, is what I'm saying uh, uh, to make it uh, overcomplicate things. Uh, but this will be a fun one. I'm looking forward to this shooting the shit with these guys. Uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, I do want to remind you guys how this works. These being four pony boys, no paywall. Don't worry about that. But obviously, you can drop money in the fucking in the live chat if you want us to bring up your comments uh whatever or you know if it's just that appealing maybe i'll bring it up i don't know we'll see uh, if it gets too full definitely the little little super chat thing helps out but you don't have to i don't care the way there's gonna be a lot of stuff to talk about here uh my guests today shane cashman and josie the red libert red-headed libertarian uh should be a fun one uh if you do want to get access to those paywall contents patreon.com no way is a 2020 lowest levels two bucks highest levels 20 20 are my sponsors and was mikhail thorpe of the expat money show jeremy is an etsy store at etsy.com so shop slash raising liberty uh you can follow him on twitter at jeremy ryan's and also my co-host toad from tower gang if you want to check out that show uh that's on youtube uh, rumble odyssey all the audio podcasters it's the most offensive comedy podcast out there definitely go check it out uh, I also have Zach Overacker at Z-O-V-E-R-A-C-K on Twitter. And then Mike Degelesh and then Lindsay uh, or That Hangry Mama on TikTok. She's been covering a lot of OKC content on there. So definitely go check that out. I also do want to let you guys know that essay I wrote about uh, Kenneth Trendu will be going up on in Garrison here soon. It should be uh, any day now that issue should be coming out. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I'll put, maybe I'll put in the video description. The, that way you can go check out where to get that magazine at. Uh, interesting for, you know, getting that in there. That's fucking dope. Uh, but let's, uh, let's get the dudes in here. Top lobster, my man. What's up? How you doing, Jose? We're it's back. Good. We're, We're back. back oh, oh, the, the fucking shooter himself. What's up? Tower gang, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Josie, 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 and Shane. What is good? Here. What's good, everybody? 
what is up so a lot of people might be asking why the fuck did i just play that intro because it's i think it's confusing for a lot of people i don't know for me the first time i watched it it clicked maybe i was just having a schizo moment but i was like whoa and it's, <laughs> that's that's another jinx edit right there so people familiar with jinx on twitter makes a lot of these edits a lot of time i uh, made the yiki edit and that one just i don't know it, it just like all my pattern noticing went off and i was like this is a fucking work of art and top and clint didn't see it and i was i was i was not surprised by clint but i was surprised that top didn't see it i was a little bit disappointed <laughs> when a when a schizophrenic of the magnitude of top lobster doesn't see the patterns you have lost your mind <laughs> no you know this time around when i saw it, it looked like a uh, back to school video that the fbi would put together mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, here's my take on it this is what i so now, uh, now looking at it seriously did you think of like Tesla's uh, theory of relativity or at least his opposition to whatever Einstein was saying and then that kind of time travel stuff? Is that where you was going through your head? That's not where I was going, but there's no wrong answers here. It's art, dog. See that now. I'm not seeing it. I know. Uh, Shane, how, what did you see when you see that? Did you the see first time about- around, I, I saw, like I said earlier, time travelers, which could be the FBI going back and mm-hmm. making, making uh, good things go bad like usual. Yeah, I mean... I know. I think it was like purposely a bunch of different motifs. Like I saw at the end, you saw the the people being shot and the little like shooty game, which is kind of like, oh, is this just like make believe for them? Like kind of alluding to mass shooting. I don't know. I saw a lot of symbols in there personally. Josie, did you see anything? How skizzo are you? Are you one of us? <laughs> are you are you one of the one of the group? Yeah, I thought I I imagined Tower Gang in the fancy car that got from Back to the Future. <laughs> Oh, That's first. all I could think of. I was just, <laughs> just trying to. So yeah, and then y'all got shit dumped on you. Were, were the bullies that get a manure truck dumped on us? Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I can't believe. I know, I'm not a schizo. I, I'm that, top's only disappointing me the most. I knew Shane would see it. I mean, I don't know. There's so many motifs. There was even like a almost a grassy knoll. Like there I, that's so what I was many, seeing. Yeah, yeah, I saw the grassy knoll. I saw the grassy. Dude, I'm with you. I didn't take my no, medication no, no. today, so I saw it a lot. All right. So look, if if Jinx wanted to go there, he could have easily done it by just having JFK getting popped at the end like he's done in other videos in the that's past. That's not artistic. That doesn't yeah. make he's you like artistic. He's literally just, done it in the spelling past. it out for you. That's spelling it out for you, you know? No, no he's know. trying to tell us something with Michael J. Fox, too. He's involved somehow. This is one of those things where like an artist will just put out bullshit and then like, watch this. <laughs> I, I completely <laughs> I agree. It, man. This is this is a, a mailed in Kanye West 2010 album that, that everyone's like, no, it's genius. And you're like, no, no, no. He is high out of his mind. I'm all signing year. off. I'm signing off at this point right now. <laughs> there is no such thing, Clint. No such thing. You're right, actually. Every time every time I hear a Kanye album and I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I don't really love this one as much. And then I listen to it like a year later. And I'm like, no, he was just ahead of the curve. It's Those great. are the best albums. Yep. Not just Kanye, but just the ones that make you feel uncomfortable in the beginning. You know? Yeah, especially when he's like, he's like Hitler had some good things about him. Yeah. And I was like, that in makes me years. feel uncomfortable. But like, soon I'm gonna start to years, reflect yeah. on it. When he said that, I was like Jose immediately. I was like, I get it. Yes, for the wrong reasons. Yes. <laughs> It'd be ten years from now, I'd be like, you know what? He is right. Yeah. When top, when top is president. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Well, I, there's one thing I think I, I, you know, heads up for those who um, I'll let you guys, I'm about to probably bounce here soon. I'm going to pass off hosting duties to Top Lobster and Clint. I think they can handle it. Uh, Clint's much better at this than I am anyways. Uh, but 
Uh, I have one of my kitties who went to labor and my wife's going to go to work. So I got to be with her. But I did want to, one thing was absolutely pressing me. I wanted to cover the latest stuff, at least some of it. Maybe I won't be able to go. depends on how deep we go. I know you guys kind of got embroiled in some of this shit. I mean, uh, I know Clint and Josie. I don't know if Shane, you really got involved at all. But the, no. the most recent shooting, I honestly haven't paid attention hardly at all. Yeah. But I just, I do see little bits here and there. And I go, huh. Well, that glows, and that's kind of where I haven't really dug deep. I know there's a lot of weird, weird little things around this story, around this guy's story. That's like, just seems like he glows like the sun in some way, shape, hmm. or form. I'm not saying he was an in, in, informant, a fed, but there are weird things afoot here. There's fuckery afoot. Uh, am, am I am I am I am I reading that correctly? And I mean, feel free, anyone who's actually paid attention, let's, let's to take Josie, it away. Josie Huffman. Yeah, um, there's there's fuckery afoot. Um, it is first. It, it kind of went quiet right after it happened, and then there was a leak saying, "Well, we think it might have been a white supremacist." Did this happen like the next day? And I was like, "No, it was it was a Mexican gang member. We all saw his hand. We all just assumed it was a, a cartel hit gone bad or a, a crazy gang member who just lost his shit." And I mean, now we know, given some of his history, like he was kicked out of the military and stuff because he was fucking insane. Uh, can I swear? I don't know. Yeah, yes. no, no swearing okay. at all. Not, not even hell, heck. No, you're good. <laughs> Shit. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, so, but then all of a sudden they come out and they're like, yeah. So, so he has this website on Russian social media and uh, he's, he's a white supremacist and here's all these pictures of just his chest. And, um, and uh, he was, he was this Russian white supremacist, neo-Nazi, and he was um, influenced by a Korean Tim Pool and uh hmm. a jewish uh uh shia who runs lives his tiktok <laughs> so so you have this, this neo-nazi and if you know anything about just just um neo-nazis in general like they're, they're not going to be influenced by people outside of the white race right and they're certainly not going to kill anybody of the white race in any of their shootings um uh, so this guy went and, you know it, killed, it, uh, yeah i don't know sorry well, well their their yeah. their view of their yeah. view of white. Yeah. So no. uh, they, Tim, they wouldn't Tim would not fit them. that. Shia would yes. not fit that. He would yeah. not. No, and they definitely wouldn't, you know, worship them, essentially, like oh. uh, we were made to believe. So I, I called this out. I called this out a few times. And I had uh, Mr. Musk, Elon Musk, weigh in like three times or four times on my on my tweets in the last 48 hours because he's in agreement. He's like, you know, this, this could be true. He's like, but none of this is congruent. He's like, and it should be heavily scrutinized. Like, I absolutely agree in the fact that we live in the United States that gives us this, we, we are privileged to be able to question this. Um, then the hit started coming from the mainstream media. And, you know, I kind of use that as a gauge of how over the target I am when the media starts coming. And they started coming directly for me, directly for me, for my tweet about um, trying to get it straight with uh, the, the neo-Nazi Mexican white supremacist uh, Russian um, like influenced, radicalized by Tim, you know Tim Pool, who they say is a milk toast fence sitter. Um, uh, can, can I add, can I add two things? Yeah. Okay. So, um, on top of that, his his social media profiles had zero interaction. They existed on a a Russian social media platform, which is a, a, apparently defunct at this point. Uh, on top of that, his profile was discovered by a researcher that works for Bellingcat. Uh, the same researcher that that is responsible for the Bellingcat 
research when it comes to a bunch of the stuff in uh, in Ukraine. And it's like, like, look, all of this just fucking glows. Okay, like I, I'm not saying I know what transpired, but you add in all of as as Josie aptly described it incongruencies. There's just very glaring incongruencies with the narrative, and then the the rapidity, the the speed with which they've rolled it out versus the narrative control that they put on the trans shooter in Tennessee a month ago. Um, it's just like the the difference of treatment is so obvious. The fact that they're trying to come to a conclusion and then the fact that there's like bot, like real bot swarms that are hitting both Josie and I for having interacted with this story and to have questioned it early on. And and they're just like swarming. I my my community notes that I got was addressing claims I did not make. Like my my entire hmm. tweet was this something doesn't add up because I was basing it off of a photo, which by the way, CNN had put out too. So it wasn't as if like I was just going off of crazy right wingers online, which I was accused of a thousand times. It's like, no, I started to Google this shit the day of and CNN put that fucking picture up. So I was like, all right, that's which, probably him. Which picture? Yeah, this is this was confusing because you were interacting with me, Josie, and then your sycophants started to like like bring up this conversation on a thread that had nothing to do with it. And I saw two sets of pictures. So one had like Nazi, uh, the Nazi sign and like the SS bolts and all that stuff. The other one had like some beat up looking Mexican dude with like gang tats. So So, it's the first one, according to Bellingcat. So Ian, Ian Miles Chung did a deep dive on this and he found, he, he went and like reversed image shirts, all the images and they're just random pictures from the internet that that are up there so so they don't belong to this guy they're not this guy they're just random the picture of the the neck down of the the neo-nazi is three years old they he found it on reddit and so he posted you know all this right so then bbc shoots me a message and they're like hi we're gonna do where they essentially said we're gonna do a hit piece on you and uh tim pool and uh would you like to weigh in and literally like we're going to, we're going to do a smear piece on you to pretty much told me. And I was like, uh, I've said it to Tim, like, do I, do I say anything? And he goes, no, ignore it. I said, okay. So I ignored it. And they put it out today and they, uh, they, they, the way they titled it, they said, why are certain uh, right people here. trying, you got it. Yeah. So read that headline. Why some people are spreading false rumors about the Texas gunman with Tim's picture. Tim. Mm-hmm. They put Tim, Tim looks like, Tim looks like the Texas gunman. Absolutely. It's insane. Let me let me yeah. uh, confirm that Josie is not exaggerating when she says, hey, we're going to run a hit piece on you. Uh, they said, hello, we're publishing a story on BBC News Online about how Tim Pool and others spread false information about the Texas attacker wanted to give you the chance to comment. So it's like they're just assuming that, you know, everything we're saying is false and that the <laughs> the narrative from fucking Bellingcat, a CIA cutout. People need to read Aaron Maté's work on Bellingcat. OK, folks, like mm-hmm. that's a fucking CIA front. That's what it is. It's funded by the CIA. It's clear, crystal fucking clear. OK, so, yeah, I'm going to question everything. I can't Can you- fucking believe that people aren't questioning <laughs> this. Right. Can you imagine if they, <laughs> someone had sent that email to like me or top would just like reply one word no. back like. Faggot. It took me <laughs> everything. Yeah. It took everything. All of my willpower to not send them back a poop emoji. Yeah, I know. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Everything. I, I, I could not. I, I had to like, like, put my phone away and like go watch. These people. I had to the, get away from it. So they're, I do that. they're evil. 
Like that is literally trying to make someone look like they are the shooter. That is. Do you guys recall Jeremy Kaufman's interactions with with him, where you would just be like, "Suck my dick," and that's all he'd say. That's great. (laughs) I like a quote, and then the quote was, "Suck my dick," and that's exactly what I say. (laughs) It took everything. I was like. Oh God! Pick everything. Um, do you still have that uh, article pulled up, Shane? Actually, it wasn't the article; it was just a screenshot of oh, the uh, cover. Okay. Yeah. So, so in the article, it says, "Well, how do we know that that this is legitimately this guy's profile account?" And literally, I'm not kidding. They're like, it pretty much said, "Trust us, bro." Oh yeah. Wait. Like, like it, You're right. I actually, I think yeah. I wrote part of it down somewhere. Let me find it because there was parts was of the like, article. We're confident. <laughs> yeah, there were parts of the article that made it sound like uh, it was giving me the same vibe as the news telling me they found passports in the 9-11 rubble. Damn. I was exactly. like, oh, that's how they knew it? They, oh, it was popular in Russia as an online diary. He posted multiple documents, including his name, date of birth, and other identifying details, including a plane ticket, a speeding ticket, and, and an ID evidence. card. <laughs> think, think we got it, it all. All right, all right, hold on. Guys. I always so, put my license on my social media site. <laughs> consider, consider what we're talking about here. This is a allegedly an American, Mexican, white supremacist Nazi who is so concerned about censorship right that, he's, that he's using a <laughs> Russian social media site and on it, because he's so concerned about being busted, apparently, because he's not using any American social media, he's gone to Russia to, to be yep. able to, to stay yep. under under wraps. And he puts his motherfucking ID and he puts photos with identifying tattoos, but That's not hard. his face. Dude, yeah. I'm telling you, that fucking stinks. <laughs> To yes. all <laughs> who who are they talking to? Like, who's their audience? When you look at the BBC article, there was article, no audience. Is it, there was no audience. There is no audience. But is it just to is it just to attack like our group, our friends, or is it to like try to get the last people who don't know anything about independent media on board and fear? anything that's not from the institution like is it just like like the grandmas out there who only watch uh, the news you know and they're like scaring them by showing them they will literally if my grandma were still alive god bless her soul she would see that bbc image and think tim pool is a shooter 100 if my if my my dad didn't know that i was on tim pool he like i i asked him about it and he was like oh you were on this guy's show and i was like yeah he's like well does he like know about this and i was like that's all bullshit he's like yeah this seems fake but if, I, if he didn't know who Tim Pool right, was right. because I was on it, he would be like, "Oh wow, this guy. He probably this guy seems pretty bad." Yep, you know, yep. they don't know shit about anything. So it's yeah, it's interesting. They're, they're definitely targeting them, but they're also targeting. Here's my conspiracy theory. Here, listen to this. They're yeah, targeting yeah. Mexican security guards. So this is the second <laughs> one that I'm paying attention to. They had they ran out that Mexican security guard on on Ellen, who might not have even been a Mexican security guard, might not even been at the place, but they had him do his thing there. And mm. I have a feeling that this dude is a patsy as well. Mm. They all are. Anybody on the news these days is I, like I'm. I, we're all about the same age, you know. And I was about maybe uh, in eighth grade when Columbine happened, and then the entire news blamed my favorite artist, who was Marilyn Manson at the time, which was totally fake. And we knew that later on. So I've been numb to the news telling me or, or trying to scare me out of these situations since eighth grade, since I pretty much inherited, I feel like we inherited the world. And then, and then a year or two later was nine 11, which is another like, uh, you know, coordinated fear ritual in this country. So it's like, at this point I, I have, I have a really hard time understanding how people can b- believe stuff like the BBC, but they still have their teeth in a, a certain group of people in the world. They're, they're going away. So it feels like a desperate 
they're desperate right now by lashing out at people like uh, Libs of TikTok or, or Tim. But uh, my God, it's just it's the same evil it's always been, though. It's just it people feels, our age now doing it to us. You, you mentioned their reach, though. It feels so fake now. I mean, maybe you guys saw. I know Clint definitely saw it. I had a field day yesterday and because uh, it was the anniversary of Terrence Yiki's death. So I made a nice touching post about it, kind of turned into a thread that it was also informative, but it kind of operated as just like, if you just see the first text, you get the idea. It was a nice little commemoration post. But then I, then I just for shits and gigs, I went and looked at Jeffrey Tubin, which is like that disgraced, uh, mm-hmm. uh, zoom masturbator Zoom-gar. guy yeah. Yeah, from, uh, from CNN. <laughs> and he recently wrote a book on the, uh, on the Oklahoma City bombing and the whole premise, the whole, the whole premise of it is the idea that like, it's like, the rise of right-wing extremism and they really lean hard into like Kennedy McVeigh being like almost like MAGA type and like all like oh you can see the roots of the, the current Republican Party and him in January 6th and it's like if you anyone knows the truth like actually is dug into this you know if you're focused on right left any of that stuff you're missing the forest for the trees okay maybe there's a case to be made Timothy McVeigh or some of these other characters were conservatives or whatever but if that's your like your like your premise your whole like hypothesis here like that's the issue you're missing the like the real problem well, like I, you I, know let me let me add to think about how unbelievable it was that jeffrey tubin got his job back on yeah. tv all right now consider that he's working maybe he's working on this book or maybe he just stamps his fucking name to it yep. and he puts and it out there book to lend, lend mo- credence <laughs> to the claim because this is this is yeah. state narrative this is just and, uh, some belling cat company and comes and buys a few million of them and whoops <laughs> oh yep. look that money that nice money you got in your account but no i then i looked i for just for just and gigs i went and looked at his twitter engagement and there was literally a post which you'd think would be huge a post that he put out about like kind of an announcement of him going on uh anderson cooper's show on cnn you know one of the biggest you know guys on cnn anderson cooper and the the post didn't even get it had been up for a couple days and didn't even have 100 likes like just <laughs> pathetic Mm-hmm. Like and, and then I like he bought his followers. Well, yeah, he has he a quarter million followers. followers. I have Probably. like five thousand yeah. followers. I put like screenshots of me and him, and then like my Yiki <laughs> post that got like a thousand likes, and then his that got like ninety. And it's like it's just like look what they have to do to mimic a fraction yep. of our power, like the invincible meme. Like they're getting like he wrote a whole book. Crushed. I hit record. Like that's it. Like they're getting crushed by independent media and yeah. and, and Twitter, which is amazing. You know, it's to me a chef's kiss. But like I, I I went to um East Palestine recently to write about the disaster there, and I I left being like, wow, I've become so numb to tragedy. You know, like I felt so bad for that town, but I realized I just there's so many fucking tragedies it's hard to keep up and my bandwidth is gone yeah. and uh so when this shooting happened in in texas i was like i'm trying to like uh read up about it do my best i want to stay plugged in because obviously it turned into something even crazier the past day or two um but i like watching local affiliates of like nbc and, and fox and stuff report on it and the vagueness to which they report with like when they're talking about the shooter they said he had ties to domestic terrorism what the fuck does that even mean like, I mean, is that Black Lives Matter terrorism? Is it, you know, like what domestic terrorism is it? people, what's going on? Well, it's, what, it's white right. supremacist. It's white supremacist domestic terrorism. They didn't even say that in threat. the thing. No, it's, it's the but biggest yeah. threat. It's no, everywhere. They, they, don't, they don't have to say it because the narrative is that that's the only domestic yep. terrorism that's that it. exists. Wow. Yeah, yep, you're that's right. That's the biggest one, according right. to the FBI. That's what you're they right. put out. That's what Joe Biden Paris is that white supremacy is the biggest threat to America. Yep. And they, so, they take every white crime and 
That's crazy to think then that if you watch those small reports where they they don't even mention white supremacy, but all they say is domestic terrorism, they expect the audience to immediately connect that to white supremacy. That's a fucked up world, you know? That's that's how they guys. I gotta go. I'll see you. Uh, Pass it off to Top and Clint. I love you guys. I wish I was stuck around for all. Peace out, Jose. It's. It's an interesting dynamic when you think about uh, like what John Brennan said. And, and what bugs me is at the end of that is like even libertarians. So this is mm. coming around. This is coming around to our little group very soon because white uh, white supremacist was definitely higher up on that list. But the very last one was libertarian. So I'm excited to see what they do, what they do in our movement. That's going to be not excited. I, I have to say my my DMs are open. Right. And I actually for the first time seriously considered closing them today. Because they are full of people trying to say that I'm culpable. And I'm not sure if it's because I work for Tim Pool or it's because I'm a libertarian. But I'm culpable in the deaths of children. Is, Josie, is like, I'm getting the like same thing. Inherited. Do yeah, they seem real to you, bot, Josie? Bots can go into your, uh, your account. And are you reading them? Are you like, do they seem like they're just bots? Do they seem like they're real people? Is it both? It's both. It's definitely a mix of both. Some of them yep. are... I mean, some of them are real, real people, and I can tell. I go check their profiles, but I mean, it's several. It's like probably like ten an hour. Wow. Um, it's an interesting like phenomenon. And the, the, what this is, it's, it's designed to, when when they come for you like that, it's designed to exhaust you into giving up. But mm-hmm. I am completely separated from it. Like I'm watching it happen, and it's hilarious to me. It's funny yeah. to me. It's yeah. so sad what happened in Texas, you know, because I, I know it was like a cartel hit gone wrong or something awful and tragic happened, and that's sad. But they need so bad to be affirmed in their beliefs that they are coming for anyone who speaks out against, who questions it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Elon Musk engages with me and I work for Tim Pool, and Tim Pool was in the, was, was, was pictures, and he's not even a subscriber to Tim, this guy. He's not even a subscriber. He just had pictures, screenshots, yeah. and dude, all the of dude, the, the dude had that... clips. He had four clips from one episode of Tim Pool. Like, it could have yep. been the guest that he was into. It, it's, it's so crazy episode? that they would try and connect that mm-hmm. dot. Yeah, he could have been. Yeah, there's, <laughs> if it was our episode, this, I would have fucking the, flipped out. Inspired by Tom. All of the stuff that would make Tim culpable in this, or according yep. to them, was all posted two weeks ago. It, it's all very recent stuff. Um, same thing with Sh- with Shia. Same thing. Yep. It was all two weeks ago. It, it just it nothing. Nothing smells yep. right about this at all. Well, if it's a if it's an FBI uh, plot, th- didn't he just have on that dude uh, Kyle Serafin? Yep. Yes. And he's hot. I think he bought some mm-hmm. heat down on you. Didn't you? Didn't you get your channel banned when that happened, Clint? Yeah. The uh, like mm-hmm. a week after. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who's that? Like, I, he's he's an FBI whistleblower. I mean, he's fucking, and he's the real, he's the realest of real deals. This stuff stuff came out before Kyle went on Tim's show. So it was, it was a few, it it was the same day, but yeah, it all happened before. No, I'm just, I'm I'm just saying like, he may also, I, and I I don't even, not he may, he is absolutely on the FBI's radar. Like there's no, there's no, no doubt. This dude is whistleblown about all of the biggest stories that you hear in the conservative world about how they've been going after mothers at PTA or the mm. the pipe bomber on J6 or the uh informants that were functioning on J like every yep. single thing you've heard is a product of Kyle Serafin's whistleblowing so he is fucking definitely being watched by the FBI so the wow. fact that I interviewed him and then my my channel got nuked a week later with strikes on shit that was years old eh, you know like yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing is Josie like so he was on yesterday but when did 
when did you book his flights? Like, I mean, it's fairly obvious. Like, if they know, they know they, they could have booked his flights weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. They could have been ahead of it. Yeah. They could have they could have timed it at the same time too. Um, and yep. to and the, if they're and if they're stuff, watching yeah. Kyle, then they would have known that he was going to be going out there. So, uh, it's not impossible. It's not impossible. Yeah. This is why I laughed earlier when one of those Kranzenstein brothers, whatever the fuck their name is, said that how who would really think the CIA would go out of the way to like target incredible like, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me I, I for real is like maybe that guy is a joke like an actual satire but um i mean i know he means it but it's just so crazy to me <laughs> no, a no. little he of history <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> he means it that dude was that dude was in a, a twitter spaces with me one time and it was like dr robert malone and all these like <laughs> epidemiologists <laughs> and shit and he's just he's just chirping in with like Ah, no, but the vaccine works, and, the, and you're like, oh, nice. you're like, this guy is out of his fucking mind. He's wow. he's so I, like, I'm sure he's paid, and and he's probably and he's also a useful idiot simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, what it's like, it's amazing how dumb people are. I wanted to talk briefly about uh, Hassan's tweet from this morning or late last oh, night. Oh yeah, dude, your tweet was great to him. He said yeah. he said very weird that the right is collectively looking for a deeper conspiracy here instead of distancing themselves from the psychotic Nazi even for the sake of public appearances. Like they seemingly move beyond the fake thoughts and prayers and immediately rush to to this and then it's a it's a quote tweet. Uh, I won't read what I said, but I just think it's 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 a fascinating insight into their worldview how like they're so concerned with reputational control and like mm. they think that that's a a mechanism by which they can crush us too, you know? And like, mm-hmm. like maybe, maybe that works if you're one of like the, uh, like a daily wire employee or something Yeah, but that doesn't fucking work with us indie folks. Like, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit what you guys say about me. That's just going to yeah. make me go harder. I've been seeing so many like conservative bro folks that, that are just like, you know, I'm sorry. I got some information wrong. And uh, this and this like, who cares? Everyone's <laughs> wrong and lying all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, did you shoot this guy? Did you shoot those people? No. So then, like, mm-hmm. whatever. They want you to backtrack. They want you to second guess yourself. And if but, you like, apologize, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. If you apologize, then they take that as an admission of guilt. They don't forgive you. They're like, yeah. no, you admitted that you were wrong and you were lying, and that's that's it. That's a stain on your reputation. And like Clint said. I don't give a fuck about my reputation. Like, like, I don't, I don't care what you say. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't, your labels have no power over me. I, there's no power. There's no power Mm -hmm. here. I I am me and people trust me. Let me clarify. I, I, because I I was one of the people that like I had posted that photo. And then once it was clarified, like, oh no, the dude on the left, that CNN fucking reporter was the shooter. Wasn't I, from for the sake of my audience, which I do care about the people that actually follow me, I then followed up and I said, okay, you know, my question about whether or not the dude in the mugshot was correct. Well, it wasn't. So right. let me let you guys know, this is what I'm being told now that the, uh, allegedly this is the actual shooter. Um, but it wasn't an apology because I was like, I'm fucking, I'm trying to figure out what happened. Like that's, that's all there is to it. Um, mm. But is my, there my, a mugshot in existence of the new guy? No. Allegedly, so he's never allegedly done any he, had, crime. he had a clean criminal record. He uh, never Incredible. did a crime. Yeah. Clean criminal record. But the guy who, has the name, who did the crime, who lives in the town, who is a gang member, isn't, it's a different one. It's a, it's a different one with this very weird name. It's, it's That's just the a claim. coincidence. And this guy, and there's no pictures of him with his shirt off and his face, like, the, you know, nope. that's what they're uh, identifying. But, but I, will, I will say, though, that he, uh, the, the, the Bellingcat, well, it's not actually the Bellingcat kid, because you can't see his, his left hand, the Dallas or whatever tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But <clears throat> the, uh, the other photo that they showed of him like with the Dallas tattoo. 
it looks like it could be him, but like he's mm-hmm. all he's shot up. So like I can't fucking tell. His face looks kind of deformed. So it's like yeah. I don't really know. It, it'd be so easy if I was able to see the torso of the dead guy and then just be like, oh, okay, well, yeah, then there's the fucking swastika <laughs> SS tattoo. Like, yeah. oh yeah, you Hard got this. But, yeah. but those things, the, the the headless the headless pictures of just the chest, those were on Reddit from three years ago. Yeah, so, that, that I mean, unless it's him. Yeah. Even if he did have a swastika on his chest, like a freshly tatted swastika, it's like, to me, the point is, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, a trans person killed four children, or I don't know, two children right. and two, what, however many people, in mm-hmm. a church, and the the people that are that are giving you shit now were out there saying, yeah, this is a day of trans awareness and trans rights, and there were seven mm-hmm. victims and shit like this. Is like, I cannot take you seriously, on I. I I'm kind of like Shane at this point. I am so, I'm so beat down with the the trauma, like the the mental, the the mind control based trauma that I it doesn't even affect me anymore. And I don't know how to feel about it, but it's like another shooting, and I'm like, yep. I think that's I think they want us to feel that way in the end. It, it, I think it, they it, want it, us a lot of us to be none. It's it's I gotta terrible. tell you the. I'm getting attacked because, oh, he killed children. People died, you know, mm-hmm. like Nina Turner came at me. Um, oh, wow. And, oh, nice. Yeah, people died, you know, and, and like, is this a joke to you? And I'm like, uh, a Mexican neo-Nazi influenced by a Jewish woman and a Korean is absolutely a joke to me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, yep. got a ratio down yep. that. But um, the, these people coming after me, for instance, to be culpable in this are, are like, kids died you owe an apology like mm-hmm. you're gonna they're gonna alex jones you yeah like all this, i was just like, thinking that. i got that too yeah yep. and, and, and i'm not making lot, i'm not making claims you know I'm no I, did, I didn't question. exactly i didn't make any claim either that that's what yeah. was mo- most remarkable about it and and what was really crazy is that even though i followed up i still got community noted but also then i got bombarded with hundreds of tweets from people saying just delete the tweet just delete the tweet like they wanted they wanted wow. acquiescence. You yeah, know, they, they want wanted, power over you. They wanted me to bend the knee. Yeah. And I was, I was like, no, I'm leaving it up. I'm leaving oh, yeah. it the fuck up and y'all can eat shit and die. Yeah. Like, I don't it's, care it's at why all this, about what you say. It's why the system went after Alex Jones so hard. For yeah. just for these exact reasons, so it's we can't we can't question exactly. Like now, now they expect us to bend the knee to them because of what they did to Alex, which is ridiculous. You should be able to ask questions, and even he followed up. After the remarks he made at Sandy Hook, be, way before the trial and everything, saying this and that, you know, and uh, they don't give a fuck. They don't care what you say if you question it at every, all. Everything is beyond reproach. You can't challenge yeah. it. You can't question it. And this is a way to control speech. And the fact that they did this to Alex Jones shows that they have the power to control that speech. And they are they they should not have that power. They they. They me, want that power, and people who want that power should not have it. Let me make a broader point too. Consider if if the right or the libertarians or whatever the dissidents, whatever we are, um, start to actually do what they demand of us, then they have full narrative control in the first 48 hours of every crisis that happens from here moving forward. And mm-hmm. God, would they love that? Mm-hmm. And I think that that is, that is the thing that I'm pushing back against the hardest is that I'm going to have some say in in establishing the original narrative because so much of policy is made look at look at the j6 thing insurrection 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 all right now finally we get these tapes released and we're like oh mm-hmm. yeah maybe yeah. not uh, yep. but the narrative has yep. been set so like yep. it's cops very important that we actually talk early on yep. yeah cops were killed yep. he was he was bashed with a fire extinguisher Thanks. it's like 
Come on. Things like this, they get the story out there and then they withhold things that would give us the truth, like the trans manifesto, right? Exactly. And they do that. And the surveillance videos on J6. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. They do that in order to control the narrative. It's also the reason why they're like, oh, don't pay attention to the bad guy. You need to pay attention to the victims because that Mm -hmm. lets them shape the bad guy. And in this case, they're... They're not even talking about the victims in the last two big shootings, the trans nope. shooting and this one. They don't care. They don't give a shit about the victims. They're yep. talking about the shooters because the shooters were bad and the shooters were 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 left essentially. So yep. so they're uh they they need to cha- turn that around or get our focus off of that. Well, you know why it, it kind of I'm just thought of it now why they would be coming after you because I mean you're not even Tim Pool. You just kind of work for him, but it makes sense because the the corporate press is so so quickly deteriorating i mean what fox news just did firing tucker carlson i mean just death blow to your own company cnn can't can't have they they can't even get people to watch their shit in the airports i mean it's gonna be <laughs> even even when you're trapped people still are like closing their yeah, eyes it's, it's, head down. <laughs> it's gonna be Tim Pool. it's gonna be even as much as i don't like them steven crowder and ben shapiro and these types that people are going to get their news from so they have yep. to go after you now and mm-hmm. they're getting ahead of it but i think i think the cat's out the bag already at this yep. point this is why elon buying uh elon buying twitter is like him buying a cultural atom bomb like it was incredible. I have a lot of things I feel about Elon, good and bad, but in Same. terms of Twitter, that's what's up. You know, like we could have these crazy conversations, even if we get attacked, even if we say shit they don't like. I'd rather take all those arrows and have the ability to say and question anything than how Twitter was pre-Elon, which yeah, is terrible. Between the, between the four of us, we reach over a half a million people just from our followers per day. I mean, wow. Josie obviously makes up the lion's share of that. But yeah, it, it, it's that's still, crazy though. It's still, and, and Elon's commenting on her stuff, so like that. Elon's constantly, constantly, probably like I said, probably four or five comments over the last forty-eight hours. Likes. It's amazing. He, he subscribes to me too, and he actually just liked a picture of my daughter that I put up on subscriptions. Like he's wow. really involved. He's really that's like, incredible. Yeah, he's really like like he he puts out all the stuff about why you should subscribe and this and that, and he. He he do, he practices what he preaches because he yeah, subscribes. He pays me five dollars a month to fucking tweet. You know? But let me wow. let me let me emphasize why our reach matters so much. We are all four of us are like we're not you know <laughs> we're not paid operatives to spread any narrative. We're like genuinely just trying to figure out the truth of things, and that is a huge fucking problem for them because mm-hmm. we're able to reach more people per day by magnitudes than CNN. And most left news can, you know, like they like they can't even fucking come close to mm-hmm. getting the amount of reach and impact that we do, uh, yeah. that we have when it comes to narrative setting early on in stories. Exactly. And that is a fucking big problem for them. Yep. Oh, yeah. People, they don't like people it. People trust us. People trust us. So that's why they're yeah, coming too. for our credibility. They're coming for our credibility. I mean, and Shane, I, I was thinking of so much of the Eliza stuff, yep. the way that the way that you the box came for me, the last time that happened. Was yeah. the Eliza stuff. The you're you're triggering PTSD like by just telling me about your messages because <laughs> like that's how that's you, how it was it. for like a good a good solid week. You know, there was a point mm-hmm. my wife was I, like, just take the phone away because it was like mm-hmm. just blowing up, like almost <laughs> it was insane. But honestly, it was a blessing because like it, I learned a lot through that whole experience, especially that part of the experience where I'm like, okay, this is what happens. I've seen I see Tim go through it all the time right i've seen people you know in my periphery go through it but to see that uh as awesome as twitter is now it's it's pretty crazy and epic and like the wild west to watch 
an army form against you and then inundate you with with shit and then do their best to discredit you which is i don't honestly don't give a fuck because i know what i'm doing is right i believe in it i got my friends that's all good you know but um they do that and then they set these like landmines out in the internet for you so when you when you fuck up again in their eyes they can take those landmines and bring them back out and then to the people who were uninitiated from the last thing i did or mm -hmm. whoever they use that against you and uh so it's like i knew you know going into that whole thing that was going to happen just from watching it happen in previous ways to other people um but you just you can't give a fuck that's the thing like yeah. obviously it sucks no one wants to get messages like that constantly. It's insane. <laughs> um, but you can't let it beat you down. Like it I, literally I just I'm, has to hopefully make your armor like stronger. I think I'm masochistic because when I get him, I just fucking smile. <laughs> <laughs> I just go like, it's like this dude's like, you know, I just, I just w wonder uh, how does it feel to know that, you know, programs and, and, uh, you know, content like yours leads to the death of people. <laughs> And I, was like, I think I, was like, I have oh. the same one. Yeah, yeah, oh. I think we have the same box. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, nice. I, and I was like, it feels fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the only parts where I was getting like really angry and not masochistic, because I'm usually masochistic, is when they're like saying shit about my family. And like, and oh, then they're course, they're yeah. leaving. There's comments out there in various places about where I live and like oh, shit like that. And I'm just like, yeah, that, that's now I'm like, weird. I'm fucking fuming because I'm like, I'm gonna have to destroy people. Right. And like I can take all the bullshit online, but when they start to do that, and I think they know also that, that those are things that'll trigger me. I'm not really thinking they're going to come do anything because they're a bunch of pussies, right. but like yeah. just knowing it's that's about out getting there, under your skin, it's mm -hmm. that. So as long as you can identify those things and you know what your, your parts are that they can get you with, you just got to know, Oh yeah, that's, they're they're working. They're like psychic vampires. They're just fucking with your brain. Here, here's the way I see Twitter and and Josie's conversation in Tampa with us kind of really like sparked this thought in my brain. But it's it. I, I look at it like an RPG game, where uh, you're like you know you're a little egg, and then uh, then you turn into someone with a profile picture. You build a following, and you're kind of going throughout this game, figuring out. There is really no uh, aim to the game. There's no nobody like says, all right, you have to do this. You just kind of go and see where you get. Now, Josie kind of skipped levels here. So you were you were getting you were big and then you skipped to the top and you're like her, her armor like that. She was using <laughs> level 100 is not the armor you need when Elon Musk follows. That's a good way to put it. She needs that cyber truck armor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm almost completely detached from from like Twitter for what it is. And Clint said something on you said something on Tower Game that I think of all the time. We, we were talking about uh, uh, the, the dead people that were vaccinated probably and if we would bang them or whatever. And, and Clint, Clint said that was like a passing joke. He goes, he goes, I don't know if this is real. This is all just Twitter shit. And I was yep. like, yeah, it's all just Twitter shit. This is a game. We're yep. trying to, we're trying to, but with this game, we're affecting the real life, affecting real life outcomes. But I, I, you have to separate yourself from it and really notice that there are like nefarious actors. There's a lot of crazy shit going on, but it's like, just mm -hmm. play this thing and, and level up and do what you got to do. But I don't think people, I don't think people understand either like how much, harsher this is going to get like as mm -hmm. we all kind of grow it's mm -hmm. going to get way way harsher and as yeah. you know especially if you know tim cast or or just tim's broad network starts to grow in size too um you know it's going to get really fucking vicious and and i think that like it's very important that you learn these lessons as they you know 
take these opening salvos trying to mm-hmm. to smear you trying to you know make your character uh lower than it is and things like that and i just i'm just going to stay true to to what i'm doing and let the chips fall where they may i i honestly don't think that they can i don't think that their tactics will work with our audiences because our audiences have tuned into us because they don't trust these motherfuckers from jump street right that's what's that's what's scary right and i think we were talking about this the other day when i saw you uh down in florida is like they they used the system used to use actual assassination then they moved into character assassination now we've built a community that's become immune to character assassination Hmm. because so i'm not saying they're gonna go back to that but they're (laughs) gonna find something that maybe is as bad or worse right because they're gonna see that we want to disrupt the system right because we know it's corrupt and they want power over us and you can't raise a family in this you can't you can't live a free life in this system that they've created so they see us now outside of their reach with the type, with the type of uh, character assassination they do so it's like yeah what what is next right uh, dude i'm i'm at fucking tim's place we've had a dozen swats swattings right, right? they're unsolved right so how is that even i've got possible? my theories about that you know yeah. about who who might be behind it but like it, it's disgusting right i'm not i don't know who's behind it but it's ridiculous that that is happening and it's just becomes like a almost like a weather pattern at work <laughs> right you're just there it's like oh wow okay it's happening again jeez you know uh but like even that thankfully you know tim with that shit doesn't really affect him like at first we have to they have to leave the studio and come back in but now they have a system but it's like what what happens next to people what is is it twitter is it you know what i i fear what happens next because they do seem desperate and we know what they're capable of and you know that's why i laughed when that krasenstein brother joked or didn't joke he said the thing about the cia (laughs) how could they target anybody i'm like bro do you not know like all the things that this government has done to some people literally the reason the cia (laughs) exists is to target people that's it in in secretive ways that's (laughs) That's why they exist i had all these things i was going to comment on there and be like this and that and i was just like there's no fucking point because these people are living in another dimension yeah i just i don't know how you even talk to them i put up like a gif of jfk laughing it's like i like that yeah Hey, what are you gonna uh, do with them what are you gonna do with these people they don't give a fuck if you tell them about north woods if you tell them about jfk you know you can't even begin to have the conversations with them no. about these larger violent movements that our government carries that's, uh, forth that's a conversation that shouldn't be brought up on jose's twitter on jose's youtube account but i often think that what do you do with that population of people that are npcs and and there really is no turning Gulags. it around for them. Yeah, they're clueless. <laughs> Wait, did you say clueless or gulags? <laughs> I said, no, I, I said gulags. Bro. Okay. I was, I was totally okay. <laughs> Clip that. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't. It was a joke, seriously. Population of NPCs that are uh, that that will just sway with the wind, and then there's a population that really truly believe this one thing that's yeah. correct. What do you do with them? I don't know, but I, I wanted to ask you, Shane, a question about. Uh, you said you were in East Palestine, right? Yep. And you were kind of like just like sensing this this like down, depressed energy. Yep. If you had to compare it to that place in Georgia that's in your book, uh, hmm. is it is it a similar feeling that you get in both of these places? It's this feeling in East Palestine is the beginning of the feeling that I was feeling in Georgia. So Georgia has been in that feeling for like a hundred years. That's like the, the end of that depressed feeling that the government's abandoning you. I mean, literally, yeah, the Confederacy died in that town and the union didn't give a shit about it. Right. At post-civil war. So 
and then it was the bull weevil fires devastation reconstruction failed you know all that stuff uh so yeah i i sense that east palestine is now i'm watching the birth of that happen the death of industry the death of the family people who are uh they don't have enough money to move out of town they're fairly poor so yeah and, and also my first night in east palestine was the same night as the same day as the nashville shooting in the church so you know i'm like there as these people are still reeling from this chemical plume above their town and it's like and they feel left behind because the government's already moved on entirely they got a thousand bucks from the railroad uh and then and then to, to you sign, see national away their their rights to sue too that's that's why they that's how they yeah. got them to do that fucking it's sinister. evil it's yeah. evil uh, you you uh, and so top bad. have both said that tennessee was in a in a uh a church wasn't it a school or am i tripping it was like a christian, was a christian school. school okay yeah. okay yeah I think there might have been a church on there, and and the one of the kids was a, a daughter of the pastor, I believe, who was uh, yeah, the pastor right. of the yeah, school. Yeah, that's right. That um, that it stick because we we learned later that this trans psychopath was hunting that child down, hunting the yeah, because she was having yep. um, therapy by the pastor and decided to hunt down the pastor's child. So. Just that yeah. was the un, unspeakably and just evil, and no one cares. Disgusting. No, no one, one talks I mean, about it. It's just that story is fucking gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's so crazy. Yeah, yeah no, I it I walked away from Ohio just like feeling all this whole thing because it's like when I'm there, um, there was a barge that spilled methanol in the Ohio River six hours south. In Philly, there was another chemical spill in the water supply, and like the the mayor's doing the whole drinking the water thing, like it's all fine, but it takes years and years for the water for the poison to get down to the water system. That's a whole other thing. And then um, the Nashville shooting, and it's just people they don't give a fuck. How can they? They were worried that the government doesn't give a fuck. The people give a fuck. The people were worried that the government, if they can't take care of their own town. How are they going to take care of all these other tragedies, which is where like this whole darkness started to set in with me. And but I was I was getting it off these people who were literally coughing from the pume, from the plumes, from the like the chemicals. You know, they're afraid they can't eat their uh, chicken eggs. They can't eat their cattle. They, they have all this livestock they can't deal with. And it's it's like a, a little town not that far out of Pittsburgh. I've got you know? I've, and I've it's got all make, over the place like that. I've got to jump in with this point because I, I really am like. I can't say I'm like certain, but I'm fucking close that I, I really think that there's either either the CCP or Russia is sabotaging our infrastructure because oh, I, I like it's just OK. So so you're in a especially if it's Russia, right? You're Russia. You're in a war with your neighbor. You have all of NATO, which is arming them to the fucking teeth and providing surveillance they also have boots on the ground in ukraine they it is it is an active war between nato and russia in all but name you know like that's really what it is and you think that that russia is really going to do nothing at all to punish us for it i don't know man i've never thought of it from that way i just assumed their own government was doing that to us because (laughs) is there a (laughs) distinction yeah, well, there's a there's a little distinction if it is i mean and look i'm not saying i know it but it's just like there was such a confluence of fucking crazy you know rail line uh yeah that, that's such an easy thing to sabotage like yep. i don't know here's here's a concept that just to backtrack to you shane because i think you'll find this interesting but i've been thinking about like that a lot and then the comparisons that you're making it seems like like over time you'll have uh physical tragedy 
something like a like a you know train crashing or a civil war a bunch of people dying on Gettysburg or 9/11 or some shit like that and then that's followed with like this uh spiritual uh spiritual decline in human beings and it creates this almost like haunted world right mm -hmm. you saw there, there were like UFOs and like witches and all kinds of shit around that mm -hmm. uh that town in Georgia mm -hmm. so, i don't know maybe maybe like this kind of like uh this physical trauma and then this mental trauma doesn't just serve for like mind control of the people, but they do. I feel like something is actually happening to these geographic locations on the earth and I'm losing Clint, but that's fine. But that's what it, it really does feel like. This is, it feels like they're trying to make the entire earth like a fucking haunted mansion. Yeah. Well, I think it, it's like always, it's always been that way. Right. And I think people just realize it when these things happen, it's always been tragic. Right. But I think it, I think it backfires kind of in the same way COVID backfired with like the internet kind of deconstructed the whole tyranny, uh, the whole everything of our government. And now a lot of people kind of woke up to the bullshit when, when these tragedies happen, whether it's like people who have no idea about Epstein all of a sudden understand what Epstein did, or they understand, or they find out about um, Tuskegee, right. Or just name any of the horrors that, that have happened in the past hundred of hundred years. Econ uh, Institute of Virology. Yes, right, exactly. <laughs> Dar uh, DARPA funding through Fauci. So yeah. These yeah, are, these hard. are anything things. Bill Gates does, Scopex. Um, these are these are terrible well, things that happen, but like, are we better off not knowing about them? Because oh, I no, no, no. So I think we are better off knowing about them. And I think what I was going to say is, I think it's waking up people to uh, okay, we'll take your haunted mansion thing. They're seeing holy shit, there's a haunted mansion, and it's I think it's turning them two things. And I, I, I've been seeing this a lot. They're going anti-government, beautiful. And they're also kind of turning to a faith because they realize like having some type of belief in God is like your only anchor in a world where there's a non-reality, right? Yeah. There's no more reality. Nothing's true anymore, especially nothing that you hear on the news. Um, and then we're kind of canceling out whatever they're hearing on the news. So they don't have to believe us, but we are at least severing all realities with what we say. Um, and we're disrupting the narrative. So I see a lot of people witnessing really dark things and being like, I guess there's two routes. You, you get swallowed by the nihilism and you go dark, you do drugs, whatever you do to harm yourself, harm your spirit and disconnect yourself from the beauty of life. Or you, you do find God and you see like, okay, you know, I know so many atheists right now who are like for real into God, they're Christians and they're like, it was the only anchor I had to make sense of this reality. The past three years were just like ritual darkness that we went through. And it's almost, I, I keep calling it this existential renaissance where it kind of ushered us into this new phase of like spirituality, religion, you know, however people are looking at it. I, I'm one of those people, you know, it happened me, to me. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I, was a, I was like uh, disaffected from the church for a long time and yeah. I still don't go, but I feel like my relationship of, or my understanding of what God is, and at least the Christian religion has is, is never been stronger because of because of what's been happening. But on the on the flip side of that, I feel like like uh, like now I have to like sharpen my sword because we're getting ready for some real crazy shit. Yes, you do. Yeah, absolutely. It's just going to get crazier. And, and the world is like I do also believe that land absorbs us, these evils like we we're talking about with the town in Georgia or East Palestine or, you know, you name you name any of those terrible things. Um, and people have to learn to ex like accept that that is just how it is, you know, and either uh, get enveloped by it or move forward because I see I see East Palestine becoming that place where people will just fully give up.
You know, I, I went to a bar in, in that town and it's just, we're all day drinking at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. You know, it's, it's just, it's depressing. Everything's well, the, really the, depressing. Those, I mean, they were called ghost towns. Like you, you actually yeah. had, you had towns that, that as the, yes. the gold rush ended in certain areas or the mines went dry, then there would just be these fucking towns where like there was a handful of like either ne'er-do-wells or just rudderless <laughs> lunatics mm-hmm. that would stay behind and they would just drink and, you know, there'd be like one prostitute that'd be serving the entire town. It's yeah. like, that's a fucking <laughs> grim way to live, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. You know, I, I haven't turned towards God per se, but I, I have definitely, uh, my spirit has never been more alive. You know, yeah. like I, I feel, I feel fired up to fight in a yep. way that I, that I never felt compelled to do. Yep. Uh, I was just like, eh, you know, things are going to be what they're going to be uh, on yep. the, on the, on the macro. Like I'm going to focus on, on the micro in my life, but now I'm very dedicated to the macro and like mm-hmm. trying to have any influence I possibly can have on what I perceive as being really overt evil, which is a, another thing I, I never spoke of Same. in the past. I never yeah. talked about evil, <laughs> but now, now I talk about it a lot and it's yeah. like, why, why, why? Because there's a lot of fucking evil that's happening. Like it's yeah. just so clear. There's no other words to really describe what it is. Like when, when you're looking directly at some of these actions or people, you're like, you're like, are and, you, and, you the, and the most, the most egregious evil too, is one when you do it out of, you know, what you perceive as benevolence. And that's, that's the, the most dangerous evil because then you do it with moral authority or, or moral certitude. And that's what I see in the parents that are raising their children to, to transition. And, mm-hmm. and you know, it's like, it's like people, these people love their kids. Many of them deeply, deeply love them, but they are mm-hmm. damaging them irreparably. And that is an evil that's like dark, man. That's yeah. dark as fuck. Oh man. It was, I mean, it was having kids that showed me like, I got to start doing something, speaking out more. You know, yeah. I didn't talk about politics at all in public until COVID <laughs> or until the riots. Right. Yep. And I was just looking at my kids and looking at the parents of their friends going crazy like literally they're going crazy for trans stuff or black lives matter stuff pro riots giving money to fire like literally giving money to arsonists i'm like all right i gotta i I gotta defend my kids like that is that's it you know because they're going to have this future and hopefully i'd rather deal with the world now and and report back to my children some type of way to deal with this because i'm sure it'll be worse for them who knows what Twitter is going to look like? You know, Elon might fucking force us all to have Neuralink by then. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I hope not. <laughs> but, that's, a, that's the uh, Faustian bargain with Elon. I feel like he's giving us like our <laughs> anti-culture back, but we're giving him uh, like a, any kind of information that it, whatever kind of AI he's building will use. And you know what? I'm okay with it for now. Yeah. Later. Yeah. Dude, you gotta it, like, make your if, allies, man. If you have to choose yeah. an overlord, Elon is way better than Bill Gates. He's really yeah. funny. Yeah. 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 I prefer Elon for sure. But I, I got into I got into the political space like similar to you, Shane. I I wasn't really outspoken about this stuff either. But when you see people so outspoken and so wrong, I'm like, I have to say something. And I'm grateful for everyone here that's like helped me build my microphone bigger because. You know, before I'm just arguing with people I know on Facebook and now I'm kind of like shitting on, you know, on, on people on a much larger scale, which is yep. I guess, what I'm doing. <laughs> You're great at it. <laughs> I'm trying. You're doing I got, great. I got into the political sphere in uh, the end of 2017. It was after Trump was elected. I was in Massachusetts and there were people sobbing in the streets over the election of him. And yeah. something just it, it felt like 
it felt bizarro to me and you know I couldn't really speak out about it and at mm. the time I guess I was kind of more of like a centrist um like I wasn't I, I was always like a libertarian but I was like trying to like not play both sides but be able to live with these people amongst mm. these people but it yeah. was at that yeah. point even it was like all or nothing like like no you can't tell me anything good about this because like Donald Trump is evil Donald Trump is bad you can't tell me anything like a guy tried to break down like the Trump care package for instance and it was just met with like vitriol like no it's evil 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 and it yeah. like I couldn't talk to anybody and yeah. anyone around me and I was feeling isolated and uh yeah. alienated and so I uh found Twitter and I'm like okay <laughs> like cool like <laughs> I'm gonna find my tribe and I you know I and and I started talking and people started listening and uh and uh, found found my tribe that way, but it wasn't really when I moved to Florida and I could really be myself um, and I could really talk about the things that mattered because I could not like the trans child thing cannot say anything about it up in up in Massachusetts and you know, they were coming for my child and That's so crazy. I had to get out of there. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're in crazy. I, I, you're in a different stage yeah. of life than I am because I was I can only imagine like my kid in, in a school already. And then having to like, like shape up that sucks, man. Oh like yeah. I'm, I, I'm glad I could like avoid that stuff before, but I, I can only imagine what you went through. Mm -hmm. We had our, we, so I think Josie, you left Massachusetts, what, like a year or two ago, just a year, a year ago, yeah. a year ago. And we left New York about a year ago. And mm -hmm. so our son was like three and all the schools closed down for lockdowns. So we found this, uh, this daycare that was outside all the time. So we're like, great, no masks, right? Mm -hmm. So we sent him there, it's summertime, it's about 80 or 90 degrees. And we go and the teachers had put on masks on the kids and we were fucking livid. The masks were soaked with sweat. I literally been like, you're waterboarding these kids. You're yeah. like literally they're sweating profusely behind a mask. And uh, that was like one of the last things. I mean, we were just like, there's, you, you, you can't the exist. You can't yeah. exist. What broke, yeah. it, what broke it for us was, uh, so they ended up putting these surgical level filters into all the schools. That was one of like the, the teachers unions deals in order to open the schools back up because they don't mm. give a fuck about the kids. They give a fuck about themselves. Oh yeah. So they said, okay, we'll come back to school. If you install these, you know, a million dollars worth of surgical filters into the schools. So they did. Right. So then I'm in Massachusetts and it is negative 20 degrees out and they send in kids to school right up until negative 30. Right. My my youngest daughter at the time was in uh, first grade when they went back to school. The teacher kept all the windows open in the wow. classroom with the surgical filters oh. because she was afraid of getting sick by the wow. first graders. Yeah. And then the bus ride home, same thing, all the windows down on the bus because the bus driver was afraid of getting sick mm -hmm. by the kids. Mm -hmm. um, so and it's negative 20 degrees. <laughs> and that's what I'm like, no, I'm like, this is, this is fucking insane. We're out yep. of here. Joe, yep. after being in, so you've been in Florida for a year, about as long as I have. Uh -huh. uh, do you still feel that like rage? Because whenever we start to talk about this kind of stuff, it brings it back. Like for me, I remember I was actually going to tell you, I was on the tracks when, when Trump got elected. This is, this is how I knew, started to know I'm, should, I should get out of here. I was working in the middle of the night and some, some dude down the track screams, ah. So we're like, oh, he got his leg cut off. Like I, we see broken bones. Like, it's dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, it's terrible Fuck. down there. So we run over and we're like, what happened? He's like, Trump won. And you're like, what the fuck? And I was like, All right, I got to start paying attention. 
And uh, I remember also in the locker room, another dude from the islands, I just like we were talking about politics and I was I knew enough not to cry too much. And uh, I said something about Trump being polarizing. And the guy like stood up out of his seat like he was going to punch me. And I was like, Jeez. what the fuck? He's like, oh, well, you think he's you think he's this? You think he's that? I was like, I think he's polarizing. Exactly. You're proving my point. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't think he's that great. You think he's horrible. And I was like, man. So right then I started thinking I have to get out of New York. And it devolved into a point of, do you remember when they uh, they were voting on a bill? Uh, it, it was a bill in New York. I think it it didn't pass, but they proposed it. And it was something like... Uh, um trying to freeze taking people out of the house if they're sick yes oh well it was even more vague than if you're a threat to the community yeah yeah oh yeah public health threat they were going to bring people yeah it's like ac 130 or something Uh yeah yeah i read it disgusting i I read it in my car like i was on break at work and i immediately put my house for sale and my, wow. like, I went home that day. I was like, my house is for sale. I told my wife and she was like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you talking? I was like, yo, we're getting out of here, we're getting out of here. And like, you know, a couple months later we sold and dude, I love yep. that. that for me, it, uh, I've never actually mentioned this, but one of the biggest catalysts could actually happened before the lockdowns was when they started to float the idea of a, a income tax for Californians, even after they left. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, I was like, yo, I gotta get the fuck out of here because it was supposed to be ten years, ten years that they could continue to tax you after you left. And I was like, oh, well, then I'm gonna leave now, bitch. Like, I am not gonna have you garnishing my wages after I have already fled your hellhole. And then they had the lockdowns were absolutely vicious. And I was like, fuck. All right, yeah, I'm definitely out of here. It's just, it's amazing. And I wanted to to double down on my point about the the child abuse um when it comes to both the the transing of children but also the masking and the vaccine mandates for kids neither were efficacious both mm-hmm. were extraordinarily damaging to children mm-hmm. it's like there's just there's an aspect of like ritual child sacrifice that is mm-hmm. that is existing yeah. once again in our culture and that is that has existed throughout time. If you look at all mm-hmm. civilizations, like that's a very common theme. It, it's usually human sacrifice. It's not always child human sacrifice. So we're like going to the worst possible version of it. But uh, that's why I describe it as evil. Yeah, oh, and, yeah. And like other things in in our culture today, it's not it's not like necessarily physical. It's not a physical assassination. Yeah, right. But they're going to assassinate your child's spirit. which is almost worse in some ways yeah that that creates that haunted world that you're talking about i mean when i see them going after kids young kid any kid um i see them as it's their way of destroying the future if you take out the the kids that are going to inherit the future then there's no future it's lawlessness it's dark it's nihilistic think about the narrative think about the narrative that they're selling them to that the world is going to end because of climate change and they all these kids have to believe that and if they don't believe it then they're automatically ostracized it's like that is once again it's fucking psychological man they're breaking these children this is why that thread i always come back to it man this demonic nature because it's there is no i mean it's evil okay yes evil on its face but why would somebody why would you want to have something this evil like to to the level that we're describing and the only reason control, that makes control fear mm-hmm. yeah but but why it's even more than just control and fear they want you they want you dead and like just sitting in a box yeah. it's almost like they they're feeding off of our suffering that's how i yeah. feel like it feels like they are finding nourishment in our pain it's straight up to, to me it's straight up demonic it's like satanic stuff and if you mm-hmm. if you understand like what what uh satan what his goal is 
or at least like the fallen angels. I love talking about this stuff. It's to uh, it's basically to spit in the face of what God has created. That's what yeah. he wants. He, he wants to be God, which means that like like you, you've heard of the term the Antichrist. Sure. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean uh, he's going to be like the opposite. I mean, he's he's going to be like a like a like a the devil fake God. It means he's going to mimic Christ, but but uh, the mirror version of it, like the bizarre world version of it. And this is kind of what when, when I look at it, it's like this is is this the goal? Is this what's going on here? Yeah. I mean, it feels like we're there already. Everything, everything that we think is right is wrong to others, right? We are. That's why I keep saying we are in a, like a different dimension than people. You think it's this way. They think it's this way. Um, I keep thinking about how it's like an advanced, an advanced form of the cultural revolution that happened, you know, in China, where like they were, they were parading out people into this town square, making the children sing the national anthem while they chopped off the heads of men. Holy shit. Right. that is their way of destroying children. Those children grew up either loving the state because that's a form of psychological warfare or knowing to hate the state and they have to flee, right? We're doing very similar things with the trans stuff, with the vaccine stuff, with the way the schools are. Literally in every possible way, the children are under attack. Climate change. Climate change. The list goes on and on. We're lucky because we can can flee to another state because of the 10th Amendment. We're very blessed to be able to do that. So I went to Florida. Top went to Florida. Clint went to Florida. You went (laughs) to... West I'm in West Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. West Virginia. Okay. Yep. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's not New York, you know, like no. we all, we all nope. went somewhere. We're all like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yep. Um, all all within basically 12 months of each other too. <laughs> yeah. No. Yep. Well, My the, the kids reason... are so much happier. I'm happier. Everything's yeah. better. No, we, yeah. I think all of Thanks. us are happy with Thanks. the decision. Yep. It, the reason I don't take the evil path or, or extrapolate it into, you know, biblical de- demonicness we'll is work because, on you. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not discounting it. I'm not saying that it's an impossibility. I'm just saying that there are enough examples, unless you were going to make the claim that Marxism, when it came to the gulags in, in Russia or the Holodomor in, uh, in Ukraine, or, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's so many examples, uh, the, the cultural revolution and, uh, the great leap forward in, in China, it's like, were those, were those demonic or are they, terrible ideas that get you know imbibed by the highest echelon of power within a civilization and well, where is, you, is there a difference i don't know where i'm do beginning you, to think there's no distinction where do, where do you think ideas come from like some sometimes when i was like writing music maybe i would just get an idea for a song and it would be great or if i'm drawing something that's like this idea where did it come from who gave it to me how did i get it do 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 certain drugs play like play a role in this? I mean, we know like people messing around with mushrooms or different psychedelics. Mm-hmm. Like, who are you talking to? Where where are you where are you being influenced from? So I don't know. I, I don't uh, look. Again, that's that's a real possibility, man. Like, look, I, just because I don't like buy it whole like yeah. all the way doesn't mean that I'm saying you guys are wrong. I'm just saying yeah. like there are enough examples of really evil shit happening on a, on a cultural level, on a macro level that, that is tied to just a really bad worldview. Like yep. it's just really bad. Like, I, I don't think that everyone that espouses Marxism is satanic or a devil worshiper by any stretch of the imagination. These now they could be useful idiots for the devil. You know, right. like that's possible. I don't know. Right. No, that's how I feel too. I mean, I, we're all observing the same phenomenon of evil and it spreads so rapidly especially the past few years. Um, for me, it was 
I don't know if it sounds silly or not, but this is how it was. I was fairly atheist forever. And then I was kind of agnostic. And then when the Epstein news broke, I was just like, that is the most evil thing. Like the children thing. Right. And I remember thinking it was a beautiful day, blue sky. If there's that kind of evil in the world, which to me was like, immediately I was like, and I never used the word evil until then or demonic. And I immediately was thinking those two words. I was like, well, if there's that type, is there's that type of level of like demon and evil, there's gotta be the opposite with love and joy and light because the, the earth has that balance, the thing, you know, look at the seasons. So that's, that was like my gateway drug through the evil of Epstein into finding some way to religion again. It was very there's, bizarre. There's a great, I mean, that's a great point. And, and it's certainly possible that it's like actually dem demonic when you have yeah. the CIA and Mossad that's using basically compromise on the, the most powerful people on earth and the, yep. the mechanism that they use is yep. child rape like that's that's as close to evil as you can get without being demonic necessarily because there is also a, an immense amount of power that's accumulated by doing that by by having the most powerful people on mm. earth under your thumb yeah. so it's like i don't know i can just i can just see that as like a fucking really evil terrible thing to do but not necessarily from devil worshipers i don't right. know yeah, yeah. It well, always felt to me like they were they were blackmailing people in some way, whether it's with drugs or exactly. uh, rape. Oh yeah, or it, something it, it, something always powerful in that in that way. It always felt that way to me. Um, and then the Epstein stuff, it almost felt like you're going to abide by our will, or we have these we have blackmail on you. And I mean, I think that's why we that's know about Epstein, and they are just withholding everything we possibly could know about it. Um, they told us just enough where it's almost like they they taunt us in front of our faces with things mm -hmm. um and, and the, the they're sloppy kind man. of where it really yeah, yeah they're arrogant that's the thing they they and, and it's scary the fact that they're so arrogant is what's so terrifying because it's like they feel like they're never going to lose again but don't yeah. you think it would be worse like if we i, I don't want it's not it's not necessarily like black pill but like all right so we get epstein's little black book they put it on cnn everybody knows who was on the flight logs and what they did like we see the tapes do they take action on it? Probably not. Oh, I mean, no, it, not. what's more frustrating or terrifying is if like these tapes are released and we see Bill Clinton having sex with a little kid and mm -hmm. nothing happens. And then they look you in the face and say, hey, now what, what are you going to do? Yeah. Now mm -hmm. what? And then, now and then Josie, Josie points at that document on her wall and she goes, this is what motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> nice, <laughs> exactly. It's a terrifying yeah. thought, though. That like, like there yeah. are two two systems of justice, and we're seeing it. We saw it today with Donald Trump. Like, I mean, thirty years yeah. ago, he allegedly like, where's the statute of limitations? Do, it know, doesn't like, exist it, it doesn't for, any, for him. It doesn't make any sense. Exactly. So mm -hmm. we see two sets of uh, laws. The statute of limitations, I think, generally is like seven years, just in general. And yep. I mean, they're like, no, he didn't rape her, but he assaulted her. You know, and it's like, yeah. yeah, but then you we know, have an so we have a sitting president who basically fucking used yeah. confidential documents as the as the wallpaper in his entire home. <laughs> you know, like yeah. he's got so oh, many yeah. fucking documents, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. At what point? What's what's happening? At what point does the country itself like really? And it's it's not like a national divorce, but split into two sides where we're like, okay, you can go ahead and have your court cases and make these laws. We're just not going to acknowledge them at this point, like. Like we, dude, we, we were, were close. Yeah, we're close. No, no, I'm saying we were close. Had had Trump 
told the New York court, because DeSantis said, I will not assist the FBI in extradition. Had Trump said, I ain't fucking going, that would have been like, that would have been the moment. Like that divide would have been set. That precedent would have been there. Like we don't Mm -hmm. respect your judicial system anymore because we know it's fraudulent. That would have been fucking wild. Officially, we were almost there, but like just in terms of the population, I think we're there in terms of like looking at the Rittenhouse trial and how one part of the country accepted it. The other part of the country doesn't accept it. Right. So we're, that's where like, there's a fractured reality there with our justice system. You know, basically uh, look every, every major court case over yes. the past three years is like, like this is, I actually, I tweeted it a couple, like a week ago where I was like, I, I cannot stand living in a country where a news story is portrayed differently depending on the race of the oh the yeah. person the you that know that is racist oh yes. yeah i know of course it is. <laughs> it's I know. racist i know but, but they're like no that's not racism racism is you for existing in white skin like this is yeah. bizarro but bizarro i just want to i just want to emphasize that it hasn't always been that way it wasn't <laughs> like oh white guy shoots someone obviously it's terrorism black guy shoots someone can we talk about his upbringing and the poverty that he's dealt with it was yeah. like it was like no no we didn't do that like it was mm-hmm. it was like in the 90s it was like all right you committed a crime you're going to jail and you mm-hmm. shouldn't have done that it was it's mm-hmm. just it's a it's an amazing paradigm shift and i feel like young people probably aren't privy to how different it was and that's not to say now there was an inverted version of this before i was born where black people would be accused of things and it'd be like you know it'd be basically an open and shut case because of their race and because of racism that existed in the country now it's totally flipped where oftentimes white people will struggle to get you know reasonable justice under this system and and it's like if i point it out I'm a white nationalist or I'm a racist. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, 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 no. I think it was fucked up back then. And it's also Mm -hmm. fucked up now. Yep. You know what? This is the, this is the symptom of the worst problem in this country. It's our colleges. Mm -hmm. The colleges pump out the people who write those bylines, right? Whether it was the ones from 20 years ago or the ones from today. Oh, you want to get, you want to get real black filled? It's not just the people that are writing the bylines. Yeah. It's the lawyers, it's the judges, yeah, the yeah, people yeah. that are coming out into the judicial system have yes. also drank from the chalice of Marxism. True. And we are so fucked moving forward because True. of it. Yep. Oh, that then uh, that was another yeah. one of those reasons why I left, you know, why New York and you guys probably experienced it too when you left your plate your other uh, where you were from, because we realized we were surrounded by people who drank that poison. Our doctors were insane all of a sudden, the teachers were insane. Yeah. The friends were insane. I mean, we lost 80% of our friends. Yeah. Maybe more. It, it's, right? it's going to get worse because Gen Z is going every all these people that are still relatively reasonable who, who didn't go to school through the indoctrination, yep. they're all gonna retire. And that's gonna be filled <laughs> with Gen Z. That's gonna be filled with all the lawyers, all the judges, yeah. everybody they were all went every the media exec, program. every politician. Yep. <laughs> every yep. single yep. So dark. It's yep. going to be exactly. It's going to be Democrats or communists. Who are you going to vote for? I mean, yeah. it's just the paradigm's going to shift so far over. So, uh, where the the, the the what the communists did? They infiltrated everything years ago. Probably fifty years ago, they started kind of infiltrating, and that's that's a uh, that's 100. why they weren't people. Exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> so that's why they weren't people, according to the Civil Rights Act of 1964, because they were fucking evil. And mm-hmm. um, McCarthy knew that. Um, I, he may have had some radical tactics that I completely agree with, but you know, it was radical for other people. So they, so he said, all right, you know, communists aren't people. 
and uh, you're allowed to fire a communist from your job for, for the, from their job for no reason other than them being a communist. And there was a bunch of stuff like that written into the Civil Rights Act. They were the only unprotected class, if you will. Um, and as uh, as as the that started fading away, McCarthyism started to fade back, and people are like, oh, you know, there's no threat of communism. This is the Red Scare, and this and that. They, that's when the communists started infiltrating and they started getting into these lower positions and working their way up. And now, if you look at it, they have infiltrated to top positions in every single institution, whether it is the universities, big tech, big pharma, the government, Hollywood, they are everywhere. And it, it was a bottom up approach. Yep. So the only way to beat that is through a bottom up approach in the same way with libertarianism or or something of that sense where we get into the school boards and into the sheriff's office and we work our way from the bottom up and fill in those positions now because mm -hmm. i mean and and now our country's not going to look like this anymore it's not it's, it's they're going to get rid of it we're going to have a second constitutional convention and they're going to abolish the hell out of this and it's going to be the be right bad up. people that do it yeah to me to me it seems like because i've i've been involved with like the lp politics the inside stuff and it just seems like mm -hmm. such a fucking waste of time um, it, 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 it's, they I, need to I, not uh, presidential. Like, no, that's a waste of fucking time. Don't don't run even, a president. You need to get people into the smaller places and bring those like that identity into the smaller places and just have somebody. It's like, no, fuck this, fuck your communism. I'm gonna say no. I'm voting no on mm -hmm. this. Even in president, the lower school board, <laughs> sheriff, select board. But even in those ranks, sometimes I look at like the the political system and like the the, the way things are now, and it, it it just seems like this is already lost. I, I would much rather see people like we have you. Have lost the culture war. No, it's not. It's not the culture. I mean, you've lo we've lost the institution. That's mm. gone. Like, if you want to go and rectify schools, good fucking luck. They need to be burned to the ground, even elementary schools. Not, not with the kids in them, of course. You know, that's great. <laughs> um, well, we're we're lucky yep. that states take care of like Florida. The schools are 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 good. They like really yeah. take care of them. Um, and they have, you know, say the 1776 project, for instance, is in schools in Florida, and they got they got all the porn out of the middle school libraries and schools in Florida. Yeah. Uh, they don't they don't have this other places. So you it, see it that will be at the state level. They like that's that's not a celebration that we got all the porn out of the children's libraries. I this know. is insane. Yeah, it's, it's prerequisite. Burn <laughs> it's, 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 to the ground. Right? If, if I, I think that's how far in so yep. so that's how far the communists got is to the point where there's porn in the middle school libraries <laughs> and they are defending it they're cutting off the healthy breast of a 13 year old child and defending yep. it you know they're they're starting puberty blockers on kids so they never develop so that they have to you know when when they're 18 and they want to get that trans surgery they there's not enough skin there so they have to go mm -hmm. into the colon and use that tube and then they get freaking sepsis and they die in the worst possible way like this is how far the communists have infiltrated america right. when, it's, when it's, i was uh, growing up back, to take it back mm -hmm. from them inch by inch to me just seems like uh, almost impossible to do i feel like we need like a yeah, like yeah. an arrow right to the heart whatever that is that's like that's the culture. Whatever you guys are building with your your Twitter accounts and your presence, that's what it is. It, it you cannot fight this thing and and turn over the system that they have I, molded. I think what people want, what they see happening, with why they want Governor DeSantis to be president so bad, is they think he can get in there and do to the United States what he's done to Florida. He's gutted it. He gutted the communists. But we had a a, a, a state Congress. That was like uh, right on board with him with everything. Right. It was 
it's a far, it's a red, red, red Congress. And they're like, we're going to do this law. We're going to do that law. And he just signed everything off. He's not going to have that in a federal government. He'd have no. to do all executive order and it'd be pushed back against by the state. He, he can't, uh, it, it he can't accomplish happen. it on a federal level. It's totally delusional yep. to believe so. I know. It's, it's, yeah. it's just as delusional to believe that Trump could get it done too. Cause he's, he's so angry and he's going to come in there swinging this time. It's fucking nonsense. The federal yep. level is lost. I, like mm-hmm. I may even run exactly. at the federal level, <laughs> but it doesn't change the fact that I realize federal fixes are fucking DOA. Don't even think about it. Like it, the whole reason for a federal level run for any liberty-minded person is simply narrative setting and and waking people up. And and we need a lot of that. Like I would like to see fucking thirty of our closest associates be at Josie's level or a million plus followers and like really run shit on Twitter in a way that's mm. really powerful. I think that that actually sets narratives in a way because uh, people don't understand this, but even though Twitter isn't by any stretch the most popular social media, when it comes to like influential people, it's probably the most important. So if we can actually I ask a can serious shit, question, it's be crazy. I want to ask a serious question. You guys be honest with me. Not allowed. Next not to, allowed. Next to Ron Paul, Rand Paul, Thomas Massey, do I have the most powerful libertarian account right now? It's you or Dave. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's got to be you, Dave. He's not, using it, he's not using it the way he used to anymore. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like promoting comedy. It's, towards pro- it's probably you because Dave, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, just in terms of like interaction, you're, you're way, <laughs> way, way more uh, up there than Dave at this point. But um, yeah, definitely. Probably. Yeah. Is so Elon, a, is Elon interacting with other libertarian accounts? No. Right. He interacts with me. Is Wolfie Silver in uh, liber- libertarian? I mean, I mean, they, a bunch that? of those guys lean hard. They, they all lean libertarian or, or right wing. All of the guys in my, yeah. in my, in my special group. I'm in a group, Shane. I, I don't think Shane knows about my group. I don't know about your group. Oh, oh. I'm in, like a, I'm in like an Elon group. It's, uh, it's, it's the Elon, Elon follows, follows us down. group. Oh, <laughs> I know some people in that group, but yeah, it's an amazing group. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So we're, we all got each other's backs and stuff in there and they all lean either libertarian or right, but it's, uh, they're not and as the, vocal about it as I am. And they're also, you know, like Kenneko the Great and, and the Rabbit Hole and like all these mm-hmm. people, they like, they're kind of truthers on shit. Like they're really... Mm. right on the cusp of like full-blown conspiracy theorizing top lobster shit <laughs> you know like yeah. but the, but they try and My, actually like bring the receipts too yeah. I don't, <laughs> My I'm headphones are gonna things. die just so you guys know i've got to go without them okay well you know what i mean jose would say we're at 11 o'clock and about an, almost an hour and a half so i guess if you guys feel comfortable if you want to wrap it up or some last thoughts yeah what do you think? uh I, yeah i was just i was thinking we were that last conversation about these terrorists who took over our country and uh, something Clint said earlier about doing it in front of our faces. It just reminded me if for those who don't know who might be listening to look up just what happened with the weather underground and the people who are are domestic terrorists who blew up a lot of places, went to jail and then were released by either Bill Clinton or Cuomo on his last day in office. Uh, Clinton, I believe on his last day in office, let go. uh, She, he let go uh, Susan Rosenberg who's a terrorist who then became a professor in the colleges who then keep in mind too, that one of Barack Obama's biggest mentors was a member of the Weather Weather Underground. Yes. Susan Rosenberg then went on to, to found thousand currents, thousand currents took care of act blue, act blue took care of black lives matter. So you can kind of get the idea of, you know, the, the lineage of terrorism that's running our country. Warren Dent is asking for you to explain who the weather underground were. If you can, Uh, I guess environmental terrorists, they went around blowing up, uh, 
police stations and other places. Like I grew up in the Hudson Valley, New York, and they actually blew up. Uh, a, I don't know if it was a cop station or, but they killed a cop with a bomb uh, in Nanuet, New York. So they're doing isolated incidents like that. I believe in Chicago, New York, and other places. Wow. They all became professors yeah. afterwards. <laughs> yep. They all went to the institutions <laughs> to do the long march that yes. we're describing. Yes. And then and then one of their uh, protégés became the motherfucking president of the United States, who yes. in 2011 implemented the DEI mandate across all federal agencies. Do you think that's an accident, folks? There's yeah, no I don't coincidences. Think so. nope. No, I don't think so. And you get people like Greta, who is like the next line of environmental terrorism. Yep. And uh, yep. they give exactly. her a, a honorary doctorate in um, uh, what is it? Theology. In theology. Yep. Wow. Because it's a fucking cult. In yes. theology, really? I shit you not, dude. In Sweden, I think it was Sweden, uh, or maybe it was Norway. It, so, someone gave her a honorary doctorate in theology. <laughs> For real, beautiful. Dude. I fucking Beautiful. I didn't believe it, so I actually went to like the Danish language website to look it up because I was like, "There's no fucking way they gave her a doctorate in theology." They yeah. did. Yep, and that kind of falls in line with what we were saying earlier about how they went from assassination to character character assassination, whereas the Weather Underground went from actual violence to this psychic, you know, psychological uh, trauma that they're yep. inflicting upon us, like Greta telling children they have 12 years to live. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And she and, told and, them and, in 2018 that they have five years to live and deleted the tweet. There you go. <laughs> Nothing has fucking changed. There you Nothing go. has changed. <laughs> they keep moving the goalposts. Mm-hmm. No, that's not in, true, Josie. The These storms, the, the storms, they're more ferocious, and that's a product of climate. It's like, it's just the fuck if the, the goalposts. The storms post. are less ferocious, it's climate change. Either way, change. Josie, it's, it's amazing. No matter what happens, it's evidence of climate change. It's really remarkable. That's it. it. It's hilarious in a sense, but like the brazenness in which they're like in theology that they yeah. look you in the eyes and just mm-hmm. say, fuck you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. eat, here, you eat this. It's shit. I, it I appreciate it though. <laughs> I like it. I like it when they do overt shit. I don't like the fucking the super yeah, low key stuff that you. I that I sound like a crazy person when I bring it up. I like it when they're just like, yeah, we're giving her a fucking degree, a doctorate in religion. <laughs> that's what we practice is yep. fucking Gaia religion. That's what yep. we're about. All right. Yeah. Like, all right, cool. Good. Yep. I like, Openly a cult. I like that people cult. will like, like catch on a, a little bit better, but it just makes me really nervous when they drop the mask like that. Yeah. And what? Yeah. Well, but you know what? It, the only, the only way we defeat them is for them to be overconfident because they do have the levers of power. So, if they get sloppy because they're overconfident, because they think that they now control the election system or whatever the fuck psychosis is going through their brains that makes them so confident that they can do what they've done to us over the past three years and my entire life, but really overtly over the past three years, well, good. Be overconfident, bitch, because we're mm-hmm. coming. I'm, I'm not going to stop because this matters to me more than anything. So it's like, I want you to, I want you to get sloppy. I want you to fucking leave me openings because I'm just one guy and I, I shouldn't yeah. have any shot of defeating you. It's really a David versus Goliath thing. And we're all a bunch of Davids, but you put us all together and we're all fucking nimble and we're flying in there with fucking scissor kicks under your armor. You big bitches. And we're going <laughs> to fucking defeat you. So there you go. Yes. <laughs> well, actually something very interesting before we sign off uh, theologically, if you look at the, the battle between David and Goliath, he, he didn't kill him with the, with a slingshot he stunned him he knocked him down he killed him with his own sword mm. which if you kind of look into like yes 
Nephilim technology or things like <laughs> things like that. <laughs> I was following you, and then you just they had to no, yeah, keep going. You no, I'm listening. No, yeah, it, it's a sword wielded by giants. Yep. It's, it's not something that's going to be forged by human beings, it's something that's forged by giants. So but the point being, he used his weapon to kill him, to cut his head off. That's yep. how he killed Goliath. Not with yep. a stone. We can we can stun the enemy, but eventually you're gonna have to use their own weapons against them. The biggest that one is they have. Such a great metaphor. Mm-hmm. Wow, good yeah, shit! It's incredible. Dang, never. Yep. So you're <laughs> saying you're saying we have to attack Harp somehow and turn it against them? Yes, <laughs> we need to use whatever their uh, Oak Ridge that they're using in Tennessee. We need to use yes. that against uh, whatever they're doing in Sweden. There you so go. We have, to, we have yep. to we have to get insiders at DARPA to create bioweapons on our behalf. <laughs> <laughs> it could be too, um, It could be a metaphor for a spirit a spiritual fight that we're going into as mm-hmm. well. And having, you know, the sort of giants, like the sort of something bigger than ourselves um, yep. in order to to fight this this evil. We can stun it with something and then we fight it with something bigger than ourselves. It sounds yep. extraordinarily homosexual, but I believe that our sword is the truth. Yes. <laughs> I, I really do. I really do believe that. I think that, I agree. Like, the fact that yeah. we function from a place of truth seeking puts us at an extraordinary advantage to the people that are lying and propagandizing. Yep. Um, so I'm not without hope. I know no. we talked about a lot of dark shit, but I'm really hopeful. No, this is why Twitter is one of those swords. Yep, you know, yeah. We are using it against them. They were using it against us. Yes. I think a lot of people's lives were lost because of Twitter. And now we are all doing our That's thing on Twitter. That's a great point. That, there's, the, there's fucking Goliath's sword. Uh, Elon handed it back to the people for a little bit. Yeah. Thanks, Elon. Thanks, very, Elon. Yeah. Very interesting. I love yep. it. Yep. Josie, Josie has the biggest sword, so you got to so, so yeah. Josie. You got to handle yeah. that. <laughs> She's got this. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. um, so let's go around the horn, I guess. Uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm a bad host. I don't have a show. But uh, Clint, where can they find you? At Liberty Lockpot on Twitter. I just hit 81,000 thanks to the great redhead Woo. libertarian herself uh, who, who pumped me up this morning. Um, oh, we got it. We got soundtracks here. Nice. And uh, and then just search for Liberty Lockdown wherever you, you listen to or watch shows or podcasts and hit the subscribe button to help me out because I'm doing like upwards of 15,000 listeners or views per episode so that's pretty cool and that's about it and then check out tower gang on wednesday nights tomorrow yeah, yeah. oh i have a surprise for you guys oh please check you got it you're gonna you're gonna love it clint i i've been keeping my mouth shut on this uh surprise <laughs> but it's the best 20 dollars i've ever spent so just oh, hold on <laughs> oh shit i think i know what you did already all right that's gonna be great it's great <laughs> Um, we can catch yeah yeah i'm shane cashman at shane cashman everywhere and you can read a lot of what i write at uh timcast.com hell yeah josie i am josie the red-headed libertarian you can find me at trhl official on twitter and i also do outside media work at timcast.com so you can go ahead uh go over there and smash that subscribe button and uh yeah that's me all right, and uh, I'm Top Lobster. I'm filling in for No Way Jose. This is the No Way Jose show. Like and subscribe, people. Thank you for tuning into this insanity, and we'll see you whenever Jose decides to stop giving birth to cats. Yeah, sorry, Jose. <laughs> this was this was the best episode you've ever done, and you didn't host it. <laughs> well, coincidence? I think not. All right, guys. Peace, All right. Peace, everybody. Bye.